Welcome to the JCAR Report Podcast, brought to you by the esteemed Johnston County Association of Realtors. Whether an aspiring agent, seasoned professional, or simply intrigued by the dynamic world of real estate, this podcast is your ultimate gateway to the industry's latest trends, expert insights, and insider knowledge. Join us as we unlock the secrets to success, explore market dynamics, share inspiring stories, and provide invaluable tips to help you navigate the ever-evolving real estate landscape. Get ready to embark on a journey of discovery as we empower you with the tools and strategies to thrive in the competitive realm of property transactions. Tune in, stay informed, and elevate your real estate game with the JCAR Report. All right. Well, thank you so much, John, for being here today. Uh, We are honored to have John McPherson, the 2024 president-elect for NC Realtors, joining us today. So we're going to go over today, we're going to kind of talk about volunteering and a little bit about the forecast of uh, real estate and and kind of where you see it heading. But before we get started, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself and what brought you into the real estate? Well, thanks for having me. First of all, I, uh, again, really, I'm I'm honored to be here. And this is, I think, my third trip to Johnson County now. Uh, I've come twice during campaign and then I come to see you and I'm more, most about lunch after this, kind of where we're going. But uh, my name is John McPherson. Uh, I got into the industry in November of 2003. This will be my 20th year. I had nine doors of properties that I bought when I was a single guy. And I'm a horrible landlord. So right when I was starting to sell some of them, I met a friend of mine who is a great uh, a property manager, and I learned more about that. Uh, I just bought several properties and said, "Oh, hey." Um, the, the worst thing that a realtor uh, hates to hear from one of their clients is, I, I think I'd like to do that. Um, but my family business was distributing books and magazines, uh, ran a chain of retail newsstands. We had uh, about uh, 10 FTEs and uh, 80 part-timers. And we were we had a store in Elizabeth City. Um, we had a store in Nags Head and then eight in Winston-Salem area. Oh, wow. um, so after college, I ran that chain for my family. And then um, uh, we got hostage taken over by a Canadian company that bought everything out, but we still kept the retail stores. And my brother came in, took half of my salary, and I went to work for the hospital. And uh, I lasted there a year. It was not the job they told me that it was going to be. And uh, I did not do a good job in that job. And so um, I resigned. And of course, I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> um, and uh, took a month off, got my real estate license, and started selling real estate. So I asked my wife to marry me when I was without a job. Nice. And she said yes. Which oh, I that is love. <laughs> well, that's great. So when you were learning property management, um, did did it go something like, oh, that looks easy. I think I'll start doing real estate. No. What happened was, is, oh, that's green. I can take that and then background checks on you because I needed money to pay. Um, the uh, My grandfather was rookie of the year in... Missouri, the Alto, Missouri, or, uh, and around the Elgin, Illinois area. And uh, I think it's the Alto, Illinois, but in that general area outside of St. Louis, he was rookie of the year for a Wolfen company when he was 70. He decided he'd been on the railroad uh, all these years and decided he wanted to be a realtor. My cousin and her husband are very successful in Wisconsin as realtors. Um, and, uh, but I am, you know, no one in my family was, uh, was in real estate at the time. Um, and so I, it was something I enjoyed. I took a class and, you know, the, the other thing that, you know, 
as you know from from several times, I'm just John. So I, I tell the stupid, funny stories. And, uh, it took me three times to pass the test, and I did finally pass it. And then same thing with uh, the um, general contractor's licensing board test. I, I didn't test well, I guess. Um, that would me, wouldn't it? It's funny, uh, just real quick, that you say that because I have found that when I talk to some of the most successful statewide, nationwide realtors, they're like, oh yeah, two, three times. Oh, I never, I, I don't, I don't know that I've heard anybody say I passed it on the first time yet that aren't incredibly successful. So obviously maybe it helps make it, do you really want it more? Once, you know. In my case, uh, the first two times it was, yeah, I think I'll do that. The last time it was, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. So that's a great, I mean, you know, obviously 20 years, congratulations on, uh, are you going to have a big party and celebrate? I know. No, probably yeah, are you, are you going to do some volunteer leadership, which brings me into my uh, next question. You know, the, the dumbest thing you can ever do is run for, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, End you're the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the podcast. No, um, since it's written in front of me, uh, and I, I interrupted your question, but, uh, I got involved. I had several friends that were in the industry. I got my license. Uh, it was great. I mean, I went to a firm, Gold Banker Triad. Beverly uh, Godfrey was our owner and had five locations in and around the Triad. We've since now sold the Gold Banker Manager. So I've been with the same firm for 20 years. If oh, you wow. do that as well. And one of the things that happened was is that uh, several of the people that were involved were involved. And that's something we've talked about through the campaign. That's something that Tony's talked about when you've had him on. That's something that mm-hmm. you talk about is you, you have to ask people. Yeah. It's, it's all about everyone has to feel welcome in our home, mm-hmm. but they have to be asked sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, as you very well know, if I said, hey, you know, uh, stop by the house later on, well, when? I'll just come by whenever. I'm less likely to go than, hey, would you please come to my house today at four o'clock? Mm-hmm. We're having a little get together. Yeah. And so... I asked three people to come to Raleigh this last year. Of those three people, one of them was just elected as in their first year to be on our board of directors of Winston-Salem. Very nice. Another one is going to be the co-vice chair of the convention after attending two conventions. So she's a first-year realtor. She's going to be for North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then the, the third one is still wanting to, to get involved. But they came because they were asked. And Absolutely. that's key. Absolutely. It also gives them a, a sense of every volunteer, even if they're not asked, we do want them. We do want their participation. We want their new thoughts and everything like that. But they don't know that until you ask them. And Tony talked about this going into economic development. He really didn't know anything about it. But the person who asked him knew that that would be a good fit for him. And it would be a good place for him to learn. And, it so, has been. and exactly. Yes. And look at what it's become since. So I just think that in that ask, even if they are already thinking about it, that just gives them the opportunity to feel like, oh, they want me, they need me, I have a place before it even happens. And I was asked. So my first thing that I did was community. Mm-hmm. So I was on the community service committee. We did a golf tournament for uh, Stop Child Abuse Now mm-hmm. Exchange Scan. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, one of our members was on the front cover of the Realtor magazine mm-hmm. for being a good neighbor, Tom Bush. So being asked allowed me to get started. And so then I was just on various committees throughout. Yeah, that's awesome. I also did a podcast beginning of the year uh, with April Stevens, who is a very successful realtor in the area. And she's also 
one of the commissioners for Johnston County. She's phenomenal, but she is one of those where her podcast was on uh, successful people. They make the time. Right. Which leads me into asking, what do you say to those who are, are, oh, I would love to, but I just don't have the time? If you want to do it, you have the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. Um, so it's, and, it's really just an excuse, and it's okay to say, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we keep comparing things back to other things. I mean, it's just like your church. It's like your organization's outside of here. If you put the time into it, you're going to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember when I went to like YMC, YMCA camp back when I was in like the fourth or fifth grade. This is one of my favorite skits ever. And a group of people were on stage. They sat there and the lady said, okay, we're ready to start. And I was like, yeah, we're ready to start. And so they sat there and then you, <laughs> everybody started getting nervous out in the audience. Do they not want to start? What's going on? Whatever. And they stopped after about uh, 30 or 45 seconds and they go, if you don't put anything into it, you don't get anything out of it. And just walked off the stage, mic drop. But that's truly it. I mean, I know we're going to at some time touch on the value of being a realtor and, and all the different things going on. But if, if you want to learn how to be better, mm-hmm. you listen to a podcast on things, right? Mm-hmm. You do a great podcast. And, you know, we've talked about this. And to have a lady that comes on and talks about self-care, to have someone come on and talk about how to be a better realtor and MLS and all this kind of stuff. I mean, we're sitting here now talking got a buddy of mine coming by to meet us for lunch mm-hmm. uh past president alita i know she's current 2024 okay so next year's president alita. Yeah. and then across the hallway we've got um uh your mls meeting happening mm-hmm. um somebody's knocking on the door while we're doing <laughs> i think they figured out not to come in but i mean there's so much moving yeah. parts in here yeah. and all of this does is just keep the energy going mm-hmm. i got involved very early in my association my 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 big nominated me for award. I won like the citizenship award my second year of real estate in Winston Salem. Awesome. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, but had no intentions of where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to here is, is a story that I know you want to talk about, but no intentions of that. Just wanted to hang out with friends. It's more what it was. Yeah. To, you know, because community service is hilarious and you have fun, and then mm-hmm. you want me to do what? <laughs> and so, I mean, I was on. Pro standards, and I mean, they never called me for for name those meetings. So I was, I was a little glad about that. But um, you know, then did RPAC, and I, you know, I look back on my RPAC investment. And there's two years where I didn't even do it. I didn't know I didn't do it. You know, it's yeah. like I didn't pay for it. And then, it, and so I mean, it kind of. But then the year that I did it, and I became a major investor, and I have that speech because I I'd folded it up, and put it in somewhere, and I, I need to find it. But I can attribute in that one year of being a major investor and then people in the major investor starting to share referrals back and forth and things like that. I did like $17,500 in commission that year from just being a major investor. That's awesome. People take you seriously when you're serious about their industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's great. Um, You know, RPAC is a whole other topic, but just very briefly, um, they say... I think NAR was the one who did the study, but you, because of RPAC and all the lobbying that's done, and the average realtor saves $8,000 a year. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you want to invest a thousand to save eight or technically seven at that point? Or do you want to just not invest anything and then you can pay that extra $8,000? Well, us talking about this, I mean, there's several things here. One, if everybody just did 15 bucks and no one would have to do that, we'd be there. Exactly. So um, the other thing is, is, 
you know, with the budget, and I correct that now the fee is gone. Mm -hmm. So you were we're paying fifty dollars for a privilege license, yeah. And so now you're saving thirty five dollars because you're sending fifteen of them back for RPAC because RPAC helped that fee yeah, disappear. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so that's probably I'm going to ask you back some questions here because I want to. Uh, there's one thing that I know you're going to ask me. Um, she gave me the test to have the time. You, you think I'm a appraiser? Um, I love appraisers. I'm kidding. Because I mean, you have to tell me and stuff. But um, the thing is, when you're doing all this stuff, and, and you know, that's the one thing that people have to realize. I do have ADD, so I may jump over here and come back over there and I'll try to figure it out for you. But as we're getting to some of these questions, I, I'll, I'll share more on, on what we're doing. But yeah, I told you I lost my place. <laughs> no worries. We were talking RPAC yeah. and... Um, but we're going to, cause I feel like, again, that that's worthy of its uh, podcast in itself. Um, and if anybody listening has any questions on how to invest and really the impact that it has, I think it's honestly just a lack of knowledge and, and people just not knowing how important it is or even that it's there. And um, that is what a great AE does is mm -hmm. stall long enough for mm -hmm. a member to be able to come back to what they were going to say. Yeah. So you okay. remember now? Yeah. So <laughs> my, my thinking was this, one of the questions I was going to ask you is what's your favorite event that we do each year? For that, the uh, that our association for has? for as NC Realtors or NAR, what's your favorite event? To be? Um, I would say Washington yeah. DC. Right, and, and uh, that was this was our first year, and Alita and I went, and it was out of this world. Socks mm -hmm. gone. I mean, so what I will tell you is, is my favorite. I mean, you know, as an SPC State Political Coordinator, mm -hmm. um, our Super Bowl is Raleigh. Yeah, I mean that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm walking in, you know. Well, what's it like when you walk in with members that if your association just get involved and you walk in and Representative Zinger goes, you brought McPherson, can we get him out of here? Yeah. Or, you know, or all low will say something like, everybody in here, John, you stay out here. But the relationships we had, like mm -hmm. I told you, although Senator Lowe just called me a few minutes ago to ask me about uh, something. He was in a luncheon and they were talking about people that had been in prison. Mm -hmm. And there was issues with, you know, when they got out of prison, they might have an, they might have had an eviction or something on that. What do we need to do? Well, the first thing we need to do is get them in front of property management and, you know, uh, have them talk about, uh, is there something that we can do? Is there, you know, how can we help out? Because we all want everyone to be, all, every realtor in the world wants someone to be living in a home that they own mm -hmm. or a home that they rent or et cetera, all those things so that, you know, because that helps out our community and yeah, our society. Absolutely. And so... That's my favorite, and that's what I was going to ask you is, is what's your favorite? I just love the fact that that is truly when we see our industry at work. Absolutely. To walk in, we have three or four things on a sheet of paper and say, hey, what do you think about this? You know, my greatest experience of that was I saw Senator Lowe. I came to talk to him ahead of time. We're talking. He goes, hold on one second. He calls someone at BOT. Uh -huh. They're on the phone together. The guy goes, there's no way we can do that. Hangs on the phone, looks at me, goes, John, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. So can I get a picture with you so that, you know, they, I can prove to them that we had talk, of course. And, you know, he's laughing because I'm yeah. just doing it for whatever Instagram. And across, I see Mark and Kate. Uh -huh. And we walk over there and say, hey, I just want to play. And then by the time it's done, he goes, the abandoned, not to see um, the list of all the private roads. Uh -huh. He goes, put me on that. Those three don't even have roads in their accounts. Uh -huh. um, and so, I mean, that was just our staff saying the right things at the right time mm -hmm. to make people realize mm -hmm. and we accomplish something. And how cool is it now that we have a list of private roads? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I just think too, you know, you get involved, you can sit in a room with, with Senator this year, it was Senator Tillis and Senator Bud, um, and, you know, have a, a conversation with them and ask them real questions that 
when else would you get that opportunity? Are you going to email them and, and hope that they actually personally email you back? But to have that one-on-one interaction with them, it was just phenomenal. And then my favorite part was we were in the Capitol, um, the offices across the street from the Capitol building. And Alita and I and our Alita and Bonnie fashion got lost. And so we ended up somewhere down in the basement. And so we were in the Capitol building, you know, where we literally walked out and there were, you know, 50 armed guards. And they were like, what are you doing walking out of that door? Some guys grabbed us and said, you can't be in here. We'll get you out where you need to be. And we were just walking down and it was like storage areas and were like 50 desks and 100 computers and all that stuff. And it was just a funny, like, you just really feel like... I mean, like Jay-Z and Beyonce was in an Illuminati meeting? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was waiting to see that. Yeah. I literally looked over and I was like, this. I mean, there was just a... It, the only cool thing I saw, I was like, well, they have some backup computers because it was just a room full of computer boxes. You know what I mean? So... That was my fun DC, you know, Elite and I got lost and we got to see a little bit more than we probably should have. Yeah, you got lost. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to find the perfect place to take a picture. That's right, yeah. And it was in the basement of the Capitol building. <laughs> so as my phone and, and watch and computer are listening to me say that. So anyways, moving on. Now, tell me how, you know, volunteerism, we, you know, to step away from the archive conversation, how has that really impacted you personally, professionally, because everybody, they say that there's three things to a volunteer. They do it because it, it feels good uh, for them. It's something that they get satisfaction from it. They also feel that they're going to get something you've got to give back to get back. And then the third one is probably the reward. The Yeah, the reward. What am I going to get out of it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody who's listening saying, oh, I'd love to volunteer. I don't have the time. What am I going to get out of it? So let's talk about how has it benefited you personally, professionally, the whole shebang? Because in reality, like you said, you saw the green and people want to know, like Tony said, he doesn't go a day where he doesn't get a, a call for a referral. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, the green was with the people that wanted to rent from me and me not doing background checks. So green on <laughs> the, the green on the other end. That's why, that's why I got out of, of, of property management. But I did get a, a best buddy out of it too, though. What I would tell you is, is with me, first of all, there's the get out of it. One, one is, is you grow as a person and you learn more about yourself. In running for president elect of our association, you learn a lot. And I know that's a question later on down, so that's more. But, but being involved, I can tell you that the last two or three transactions that I've done, you build a reputation professionally, mm-hmm. you build a reputation through volunteerism. Last two or three reputations, I have had agents say, Yeah, your buyer wasn't the best, but I told the seller I knew this one would close. We weren't going to get any grief from it. And so that's pretty powerful. I mean, literally three transactions that the agents don't work together, but literally have said, You know, John, uh, appreciate what you're doing. And my, my folks, I was telling them about you and your buyers, and, and it just seems to be that. And so that's the reward there is I love our industry that. Mm-hmm. That's the question that you probably. Why would you do this? Why would you take time away from your family? I think my wife will forgive me at some point. <laughs> we just celebrated 19 years. Um, but uh, I think I celebrated. I don't know if she <laughs> But um, I've got a nine-year-old. Why? Well, you know, the nine-year-old is easy. It's because if you believe in your industry, you have to teach them. But I got up this morning, and here's, here's today's day. Last night, I went and watched the, the sea chickens beat Appalachian, and we played horribly. <laughs> I got home at one thirty. I woke up at 6 this morning. 
I got in the car at 7.10 and drove to Raleigh. I met with Asa. Uh, I'd asked him if he could get a cup of coffee. He bought me breakfast. I met with, um, I ran by and saw Mark at the uh, legislative house because mm-hmm. I've got a brick now. <laughs> and then I'm coming to see you. And then we're going to go to lunch with Alita. And then after that, I just found out that Bill Gallagher's in Winston. And he goes, I'm not coming by. So I'm going to go by and see Bill Gallagher on the yeah, way home. That's not taking, too much on the No, that's not, but that's not, <laughs> that's taking away from my family now, work wise. I mean, I listened to House yesterday. I had a couple showings today. I'm waiting to hear back on that. I do. The one thing that's killing me right now is, I, and I'll probably call my assistant, is I need to do some feedback. And, you know, because it's important to do that. And I haven't done that from Sunday showings. There's like 11 houses in one day all over the high country. So you make time for it. And the volunteer is this. If you want to do it, you do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't do it. But sometimes you're voluntold. Mm-hmm. And, and other times you see, well, gosh, that, that would be something that I think I would enjoy learning more about. Yeah. For instance, with Tony, it's like, you know, he was voluntold that he should be involved in uh, economic development. Now look at him. I mean, you know, that is crucial to our state. And we're trendsetters on a lot of this stuff. Like, you know, we're one of the few states that sends, the, the realtors send, I mean, it's like less than 10, I think, that have that. I mean, you know, William Bass and the Leadership Academy here, NAR used a lot of our stuff. Mm-hmm. By the way, I applied for the NC Leadership Academy. Guess what? Three times, um, <laughs> you're seeing you're seeing something here. Um, and we'll talk more. Again. Yeah. Um, how many candidates were there? So <laughs> when that happened, I knew that it was going to be a good turnout. Um, there's, a, there's two up front. There's a third candidate. I'm like, yes, yeah, got this one in yeah, the back. Three is my number. I was born in the I don't know why, um, but that's it's it's kind of interesting. The something mm-hmm. now you know in in the association that I'm a, a member of two associations I use Winston for right now but you know they track everything that you go to and I think that as realtors and as real members we have to ask friends to come with us mm-hmm. if you're enjoying being in this building then invite someone else to come with you yeah and and then you've got a friend because mm-hmm. we have to replace ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's great too. You know, I know there's some, and, and uh, I know Jay Carr tries to do that, but asks the leadership as they are their terms and to, to reach out to three people to fulfill that position and in hopes that, you know, we'll, we'll get one for the board and a couple for the chairs and allow them to learn their leader, bring their leadership skills to further through the board and then eventually hopefully on the state level and national level and everything like that. So, um, but so now outside of volunteer, let's kind of talk about real estate and, and um, everything, not everything that's going on because I mean, there's real get, estate. Yeah. Too? Yeah. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to do real estate too. Yeah. Can you imagine? Um, so I just want to kind of talk about the realtor brand has kind of taken a hit in the past couple months and it's hard for, as I'm sure it is for everybody who is a realtor Somebody like myself who watches from the outside and just sees how hard realtors work and how much the passion that goes behind it and that saying it takes one to ruin it for everybody. It's what are your thoughts and the impact that you think you're going to see? Because, uh, you know, I just I don't think this is something we should sweep under the rug, everything that's going on. But at the same time, just because there's a few bad eggs, as there is in every single industry that has ever existed education and police and medical i mean across the gambit every single industry has a couple bad eggs and 
how do you think this is going to impact the realtors, you know, and, and what kind of needs to be done or what do you see the future looking like basically? Well, I was listening to a great podcast the other day and the host said when she was in Chicago for leadership week, heard that there was like eight or nine transactions after the Oh, no. Uh, for every realtor. Well, setting up related to sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know the statistic. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, I think it's 47 for, for every transaction that the realtor does for one client, they have to do 47 transactions in that one sale or purchase of a home. So in your position, Mm-hmm. Uh, you have presidents that come in and every year they come in, they've got like a list of three or four things that they're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And we'll tell you that there's going to be something. Mm-hmm. And so that something is going to be the focus that changes. Mm-hmm. Was it five or six years ago that president came in with all kinds of ideas and they went, oh my gosh, we've now got an A, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been pretty good. <laughs> um, and, um, the year that I did it, there's something. Can't, I, was, I was a 2020 president. I can't remember what happened in 2020. So basically, that became the focus. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like that Tony or I, our focus is going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to have to mm-hmm. be. Not that it wasn't already, but I think that it's going to monopolize our year. We've got to build image of a realtor, the image of North Carolina realtor, we've got to work on all of those things. And, you know, what I was telling you, uh, what's going to be, you know, the 2025 year? Well, the first thing is we're going to work on mm-hmm. whatever Tony wants to do. That's what we're going to work on and mm-hmm. get that passed and, and make sure people know that. And then my thing is just being real. The question I had for you is, is as an A, who votes? You know, I'm not asking you who you voted for, but I know that you had members come to you and say, hey, uh, who should I vote for in the election when you had the three candidates running for president-elect? Why did people that said they were going to vote for me, what did they say they were going to vote for me? What was the reason? Do you remember? Because uh, you were real. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just joking. And I love our industry. If you mm-hmm. don't believe that, then you haven't spent any time around it. I want us to be the best. I want to keep the government out of our pockets when it comes to acting up and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so thinking about this after hearing Tony's podcast and driving and I wanted to be real is what it is. We've got to be real to ourselves. We've got to be real to our customers, our clients, be real to our industry. Because being real, and, and the reason why we've got to be real is the conversations are going to get. And they're already happening. Yeah. Asa and I this morning, Asa Fleming's past president, uh, we were talking about something and I told him I was going to be on the show and we were talking about this. And he goes, nobody said the simplest thing of all when it comes to buyer agency. Well, the seller's record, and why wouldn't you want it? Mm-hmm. And I just think that's phenomenal. Yeah. They have represented. Represent. Why would you want representation? Mm-hmm. The things that we've got to remember is one is, is we do have a lot of disclosures in our state that have, yes. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in the end, don't tell a buyer, well, you don't pay me because I'm free. The seller pays me. Um, don't say things like that anymore. Because <laughs> that was, I remember that that was a train thing. So don't worry, just tell them that the, but you know. What other industry besides ours and like the car industry, like folks to set this out, uh, we're at a table, there's some candy in here in a dish. And if I take this um, butterscotch, no one tells me where the butterscotch came from, what, how it was handled, how it got there, what the charges are for each individual part of the transaction. Uh, Susie or John that twisted it, put it in the package, got it to you. It happens in our industry. When you get your CD, your HUD, your Alta, 
it tells every step of how the price got to be where it is. Mm-hmm. And so the seller had a price they wanted, knowing that there was going to be a commission paid out. The buyer is happy with that price or they, or may have offered more, may have offered less, whatever. But obviously when we get to the, the alt of the CD and the HUD, it's, that's the price. And everyone knows where all that's coming from. Mm-hmm. So we have to be real. That's transparent. Mm-hmm. We've got to be real in our state association, be real in our local associations. And most importantly, we have to be real to those customers and clients and explaining what our worth is. Value, yeah. And our value. Mm-hmm. And that may be something that as we're getting closer to Tony's year, if he doesn't want to, you know, if he's not able to take this up because he's got a lot of great plans and some of the stuff he's doing is we've already talked about is phenomenal. It, it, talk about getting people involved. Wait till you see this request. I mean, he is out there and making sure that everyone has an opportunity to be involved. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of, of what he's doing. I, I feel very, very fortunate to be his present yeah. But we have to, maybe we start as a, a what's the value of a realtor? What if NC Realtors puts out a list of here are the things as a buyer's agent that you provide as services here? Mm-hmm. And then that's a template that JCAR has. And then that's a template that I as a member have. Mm-hmm. And then I can edit it to be what I want it to be. Yeah. And then I'm handing that out. Yeah. We're giving the framework. I don't compete against you as a realtor because I have my own clients. You have your own clients. If we have the same person going between us. They're going to pick who they're most comfortable with. Yeah. Alita shows up, she may show up with a, a binder and walk through everything. I'm going to show up with a single sheet of paper and say, this is this, what do you think of this and that? We all do things different. Yeah. So the value of realtors is what we have to push out there. And we also have to understand that there are changes coming to our industries. Maybe good, some may be bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that the one thing in just a few years, and I say it over and over again, is that, I mean, this industry is, it's forever ebbing and flowing, not only with the amount of transactions that are available and happening, but also with, you know, I mean, it's a very politicized industry. And I think a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of politics involved. There's a lot of lobbying to prevent. Our PAC does a lot to help the industry, help not only the realtors, but also the clients. And so that is one thing that I don't know that a lot of realtors know and understand that there is a lot happening behind the scenes fighting for them on a daily basis. Associations trying to provide as much education and updates, everything that's happening as possible. And that the realtor brand, um, they said this year it came out that it, it or right now currently there's $52 trillion in real estate and in, in residential real estate in this country. $52 trillion. I mean, that is a huge part of the country's finances, you know, and how the, how much money is being passed through this industry. And that is something that you have to take value in. So, you know, I think when Tony's podcast, he said he's coming in and he wants to talk about making sure that the realtor understands their value. Mm -hmm. So they know how important what they're doing is because you are, when you sell a home or you help a client buy a home or however, whichever side of the transaction you're on, that is the largest uh, purchase they're ever going to have most likely in their entire lives. And so... And not only that, but the building of the generational wealth, I mean, the impact 
that a home purchase has on the economy. You buy a home and then now you're going and you're purchasing all new furniture and you're hiring a painter and how it impacts so much more outside of just real estate. And I think it's exciting to have them have Tony come in and say, realize that that value, realize how much that you are impacting your community and your area. And then to have it followed up by you, you know, saying and be real about it, be open about it, be honest about it. I just think it's going to be a phenomenal few years coming ahead. So with that, let's, you know, kind of wrap up. Let's, let's do a little. I always like to, um, have my guests talk about their crystal balls. If they all had crystal balls, what do you foresee? Let's forego the economics because North Carolina, I think is a little bit different comparatively speaking to nationwide. So even though we hear all those economic updates about the, and I always say stop listening to the news because it is... Only listening to Lauren Yeah, exactly. Such a exactly. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I am oh, my so- is here and I go run it. <laughs> I'm not one of those. I always say I'm not one of those um, who gets starstruck often, yeah. often, but I see him and I'm like, oh, guys, guys, he's in the room. In the room, you know. Uh, I got, actually got a. Um, I went to talk to him uh, when we were in DC at, at the baseball field, and I was with Olita. And I said, "All right, we can go home now. I'm done. I got a picture with Lawrence. I had a conversation. My trip is complete." So um, he's absolutely brilliant, and he just understands. Like he, we, we are so lucky. Oh my god! Uh, on the state level, our staff's phenomenal. On the national mm-hmm. level, our staff's phenomenal. I mean, because. I applied in like 2005 for Leadership Academy, 2007 or 8. I don't remember exactly the year, but and then, and what's great is, is that Cindy Chandler was president in the second year, and I still have her letter. And I'm like, hey, look, you, you told me I couldn't be a member. I mean, I, and she's like, would you throw that thing away? <laughs> and then I, I got in in 2018, and through that, we got to go to D.C. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have friends like, oh, my gosh, Mark Gould, who you know, I met, and he was helping me get a guest for my radio show that I used to do called Real Estate Radio. We did that for 11 years in Winston-Salem on an AM station with me and my partners. And and then Bob Goldberg and I said, you know, he Bob Goldberg's family was owned of a store in Winston-Salem and were the first store in Winston-Salem that extended credit to people. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, so they could That's do awesome. the layaways and things like that back way back way back way back in the day and so to have conversations like that with him and i mean honestly we you asked about why would anyone want to run to be president of the state of north carolina it's because people work on john peter um i mean that's the only reason um you know it's like i, I went there and, and and the story to tell you this real quick is funny is, is i was in leadership academy i think it was like 18 or 19 uh, i was in leadership academy 18 but i think it was in 19 and i'm sitting there and tony harrington's running around talking to all these different people and, and stuff like that like what are you doing? And he goes, well, I'm, I think I'm going to run. I'll run against you. And then it comes down. I'm like, I should. And everybody's like, you should run against Tony. I'm like, you're not running against Tony. It's my friend. I already told him I wasn't going to run. So then it was the next year that I ran. And but yeah, then I talked to Donna back then that I was going to run. And I'm like, and she's like, yeah, I'm probably going to retire. This is pre-COVID before COVID had her spend some time. COVID did a lot of wonderful things. Uh, for the the mindset of people that were getting ready to retire, they realized I'm never going to retire. But of course, uh, you know. But in this particular case, I'm like, Donna, so um, now that I've won, are you going to stay? She goes, we'll talk about it. Uh, but yeah, if you don't know Donna Peterson, she's she is the person that pushes all the buttons at, yeah. at the building. Yeah, um, she's our historian and works, you know, as, as Andrew's assistant. But we're so lucky uh, to have everyone there. 
and that's who I lean on for a lot of the prediction mm-hmm. is someone like Warren Schneider. I mean, I don't know if it's, well, I guess it just came out this morning. I saw, and I, it's weird, not to get through my normal channels. One of my friends called me up and said, hey, have you seen this? And she's a lender in this area. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so we have had mortgage association, realtors, and the home builders write a letter to the Fed saying, come on, it's not working, stop. So it's interesting seeing some of these people are starting to be hurt. Mm-hmm. A prime example of that is State Employees Credit Union. I'm on their advisory board in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, they met as the whole state, and three people that were not endorsed by the board to run that were writing candidates were the three people. That's a huge change. And one of the reasons why is because they're going away from one of their core principles, and the members are like, no, we're not. We don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so if we start taking things up by getting you know all of us on the same page, all of a sudden, people start and so what I see for our industry is, one, we're going to have challenges against the brand. Mm-hmm. I have said since I got involved way back in the day, I think the absolute biggest challenge for us is a non-involved realtor. Mm-hmm. By not seeing the value, they just feel like they're sending their dues away for nothing. While Bonnie is in this office trying to figure out, well, you told me you have a, a salesperson now. You're trying to increase non-dues revenues. Why would you want to care about non-dues revenues? Because then you don't have to raise dues. You, mm-hmm. You're able to supplement things and try it occasionally. They go, hey, we collected so much money and the MLS is good. No dues this month or stuff yeah. like that. I mean, so all of those things are to assist because we all work for member one. Mm-hmm. And with that, all of these things going around, I think that's our biggest challenge is a non-involved member that only pays dues because they want access to the information. Mm-hmm. And they can get the information pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So we've got to figure out how to make our information better or as what is if we have sites that provide that information, but they may not be updated as quickly. Or there's a glitch where our update is, you know, instantaneous. Mm-hmm. So I would truly say that looking forward Getting that non-involved member to realize the value of the brand and continuing that, I think that's economically. I think you know whatever Lauren Shun said is what I would say here. Uh, so insert that. But no, I mean we're starting to see some more inventory sit on the market a little bit. So are we? Are we through that? Who ever thought in their mind that you would go? Uh, oh, I've got another buyer. A listing. Well, listers live as as old saying goes. But I mean, a listing is what you want because you know then you're working. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week and not working because, you know, the, the other agents and the MLS putting your, your product out there for people to look at. But the challenges of addressing the buyer and the seller now with commissions, I think, is another big crystal ball thing. Mm-hmm. We have to prove our worth, but also be able to have those communications. Yeah. And then continuing to educate ourselves through, you know, your podcast uh, and other means of learning a trick, a nugget or something that's going to make us a better, better realtor. Mm-hmm. Because I've always said in through the campaign, when, when you were mentioning earlier about some different things with, especially with the green dollars, realtors are essential and we are essential members of our community. One thing I would like to do during 2025 is try and uh, get people to tell us, their involvement because I think you want to talk about astronomical. Mm-hmm. If we could get the true hours that each of our realtor members give back to the community, we're essential in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about a, a local political coordinator. 
Mm-hmm. So we have someone that goes every, and, and Connie and uh, Lou are people that are huge into doing uh, stuff with the, the political coordination and want to get them involved in, in, in getting that. But, you know, going to Johnston County, going to Smithfield and, and twice a year having a realtor member that provides zip code analysis through like a, a, a realist or a, a RPR mm-hmm. um, so that those we're giving the elected officials Here's why you put this in someone's backyard because we don't have enough homes in Johnson County yeah. and they're moving to another county to get when people can't afford to live in the county where they work, we got top. Yeah, 100%. So, is that good enough for you on that answer? Yes. Yeah, yes. I like it. I right. like it. Well, that is phenomenal. I, it, this, you know, I don't know that we answered every question, but I really enjoyed this conversation and where it went. It, it's, I love to talk with other realtors who have as much passion as you have. And, and are real about it. Uh, I greatly appreciate that about you. So thank you so much. Any any final words before we... No, I just want to thank you. I got the pleasure of meeting you by, by coming here, but I'd already met you at different events, but you are so accommodating to your guests. Okay. Um, you're very respected in the industry. Oh. As I told you, I met with Asa, he said, make sure and tell her and Alita they're just awesome. They're just so nice to me. They've always made me feel at home. And, and I just think the world of, of them. And, and I feel the same way. I mean, I'm just besides the tie of that Ava's sister lived in Winston-Salem, you know, there are other things that make this feel like home. And, and I, I do, I just really appreciate your time today and that you're doing this for your members. And, and I want to make sure that everybody knows that they need to thank you as well. Too. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We, uh, you know, it's it, like I always say, it's easy when you love what you do. So. Yeah. Well, listen, John, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to uh, your president-elect here in 2024 and your presidency in 2025. Let me know how I can help you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the JCAR Report, your go-to podcast for all things real estate. We hope you found our discussion insightful and valuable in your real estate endeavors. Remember, knowledge is power in the world of property. Stay informed, stay curious, and never stop exploring the ever-evolving landscape of real estate. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the JCAR Report and never miss an update. And don't forget to leave us a review or share a podcast with others who might find it helpful. As always, stay connected with us on social media where we share additional tips, insights, and behind-the-scenes content. And if you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, we'd love to hear them from you. Thank you for being a part of the JCAR Report community. Until next time, and remember, the world of real estate is full of opportunities, and we're here to help you seize them.